0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today, we are giving you our all-star team selection starters and bench. Let's go!
1: Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Bryant, to shot! Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. LeBron change with no record for human life. He's
0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Sports Ethos. Uh, Today we're not talking uh, fantasy as such, we're talking more real NBA and talking all-star selections. Uh, I'm your host Mitch Casey and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. And uh, joined once again with the NBA guru I'm going to call you today Cal, Uh, Cal and Mac, how are you man?
2: Um, yeah, yeah, doing well. Keen to shout some love to the players who've been performing really well this season. Um, there's some guys I've got in this list that I haven't had before,
0: so yeah, it's an
2: interesting. One with the injuries as well.
0: Yeah, there's a few few fresh faces, that's for sure. Um, so before we actually start naming our players, like how did you go, like making your all star team? Did you find it easy uh, for the most part, or was it quite challenging? How did you How did you go with all that?
2: Um, I I think the starters, I I thought, were pretty good. There was maybe one there I was a bit uncertain with. um, And then probably towards that back end, it's always tough finding that last roster spot. So, yeah, yeah, the last starter um, in the West was a bit challenging for me. And then, um, yeah, the last reserve for both was um, tossing up, uh, flipping a coin.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I think there is especially, um, yeah, the the bench I found quite tough to, to sort of get that last player in. And especially, I think I found it hard... Uh, in the front court. So a lot of front court players I was sort of tossing up a little bit. Uh, And and some of the guards as well. I think the front court I was kind of like trying to find people that were worthy to get in there, whereas the guards, I was like trying hard to fit everyone in there because there were so many guys, so many guards in there that I wanted on my team, but I couldn't fit them all in. Whereas like the front court was kind of the opposite. I was like, ah, are you really an all-star? Like, do I really want you on your team? Um, and and we'll, we'll, I guess suppose we'll get to that uh, in a second. There, in a sec. So let's um, let's start over in the East. That seems like a good place to go first. Who um, I've said this, I've said this for the last couple of seasons. The East is better than the West in my opinion. There's uh, there's more talent out there. And and I think it's actually uh, growing uh, over the last couple of seasons. Um, but I'll throw it over to you, Cal. Let's do starters first. Um, take us through your Eastern All-Star starters.
2: Um, th- th- this was pretty easy for me, honestly. Yeah, it, it really, I think so, too. This is the easiest one of all of them. Uh,
0: I think so, too. Hit me. Um, so the
2: forwards, I had Joel Embiid, Durant, and Giannis. Yep. Um, and then the guards, I went with Trey Young and DeMar DeRozan.
0: Okay, interesting. We do. I, I was wondering if we were going to be uh, unanimous here, but we're not. Um, okay. In fact, i uh, will be interested to talk about this player once we get to the bench as well, because uh, I don't have Trey in my starting lineup. In fact, I've got I've got James Harden there instead, um, which you know I I don't know if you can argue he's not worthy of being there. Whether he deserves to be over there and Trey Young. Um, I also was tossing up the DeMar DeRozan spot, although eventually giving it to him. Really, I was just tossing it up between him and his teammate uh, Zach Levine, who I'm sure, uh, or maybe not. I don't know. I, we don't know each other's lists yet, but he might get a mention later on. Uh, sell me, sell me, Trey. What's what's going on with Trey?
2: Um, so Trey Young. Um, yes, the Hawks have been a bit disappointing. Um, twenty-one and twenty-five is their current record. They're on actually a bit of a winning streak now. Um, they've won four games. Um, but if you look at the advanced stuff, is on and off the court numbers. Um, there, there is a case for him. His um, it stats itself, you know, 28 points, about nine and a half assists. He's been killing it. Um, I, I, he obviously runs that team in Atlanta, so that can work as a negative because of the record. Uh, but I think the sheer numbers, we saw him in the playoffs. He's a, he's a bit of a name now. He's, he's actually started um, an all-star game before. Yep. Um, I I kind of just had him over the top of you had Harden in there. Yeah. Harden was playing alongside um, an MVP contender uh, when he went down. Yeah. That obviously would, would help the rankings. Uh, They are in the second team, being Brooklyn. Um, But I think with the star value, the numbers are there and, and his team in terms of a record 21 and 25, isn't absolutely appalling that they're in the chase there. It's super, super tight. In the East right now. So it is. Look, I'm not going to be surprised if they go on a late push like they did last season and run up the ranks here. And and if they jump to, you know, it's possible for them to get to, you know, a sixth seed or something. Um, We would be kicking ourselves if we didn't have them there.
0: Yeah, I think fair enough, and uh, I should specify that, obviously, I think this podcast is going to come out in uh, a couple of days after we finish recording, so at the moment that we're recording, the All-Star starters haven't been announced, we don't know who's going to be the starters, although when this comes out, I think the starters will be announced, so just keep that in mind that we are recording before that announcement, so uh, this might all, it might be someone else completely, or one of us could be proven right here. Um, with that. I just think that the numbers between Trey Young and Harden are quite similar, but the fact that the Brooklyn Nets, obviously, third in the East, um, and the Hawks are 12th, I I just definitely want to give that edge to Harden. And I think that, obviously, when you're the featured guy on offense, you're obviously going to score more points, which is what Trey has over James Harden. Uh, But I think... As weird as it sounds, I, I, I would put James Harden's defense over Trey Young, which I don't think I'd ever say that I'd put James Harden's defense over someone, but when you're comparing him to Trey Young, who's pretty much a, uh, you know, a, a turnstile on defense, um, I, I think that it's justified.
2: I think that's fair enough. Um, defense does have to be considered, and was definitely considered in my reserve picks.
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. I think, uh, like you said, this was very easy though. In the front court, Giannis, Durant, and Bead are all locks, and I don't know if anyone could really argue anyone else making that that starting lineup outside of those guys. Um, did you was Demar Derozan an easy pick for you in the in the guard spot, the other guard spot? Um,
2: I was actually somewhat considering him with his counterpart in, in Zach Levine. Yep. Um, They both have been pretty 1A, 1B, depending on which game. Um, I actually personally am probably more of a Levine guy overall. Uh, the too. shooting stats are awesome. Um, but DeMar has been incredible this season yep. has been really good in the clutch. So that's probably why he just did ink in above him.
0: The, their stats are remarkably similar, to be honest. Like, even, like, the advanced stats are very, very close. Um, I... I, I Everywhere I see, all the other videos I've seen out there, DeMar DeRozan seems to be the consensus guy. I I, I want to make it clear that it's it wasn't easy for me to just go, okay, yep, DeMar in. Yep, sure, Zach Levine is is not as good. I, I really did consider flipping those two. But I do think that based on this season, and obviously, he's one of the new recruits into the team. It, it's catapulted them into the second spot in the East at the time of recording, so... I will re- reward him there, but I do want to give a shout out to his teammate Zach Levine who uh, might be on your reserves. let's talk the East uh, reserves. I'll throw it off to you Cal who have you got uh, in your reserves there
2: um so East reserves um in terms do you want to explain the format first yeah, uh, yeah so
0: obviously when um, selecting the reserves they they do require some positional eligibility so there's there's two guards. Um, or two, two backcourt players, I should say, two front. Uh, three, three frontcourt players, and then two wildcards to give you um, your seven reserves. So uh, the wildcards can be from any position, however way you want to do it, but there is a little bit of limitation there in terms of positions. So um, take us away, Cal.
2: Okay, so with my reserves, I guess the, the five to look in first, um, I had Jimmy Butler, I had Jason Tatum, um i had james harden zach levine so you got two forwards there two guards is yep. how i've kind of written that up yep um i then ended up having bam Adebayo as the last forward okay. to, to lock that, in. That, yep. that was a tough one for me but yeah. i felt like um even though the the games played isn't quite there for yeah. him um the statistics are, are really good in, in the you know 23 games he's played the record for the my Heat is awesome um and then the two wild cards i've thrown in lamello ball and Darius Garland um, I think the Cavs need an All-Star there so I threw Garland in he's been incredible and I think LaMelo needs to play in the All-Star game yeah. that's the best justification I have the numbers back it up and he needs to be in the All-Star game
0: Yeah for, for sure for sure for sure I I agree with most of your list I think I think the list is very similar uh, there's there's pretty much two players in here and both of them I I was flipping coins like it was really close and they were the two players that you have in instead of me so we're thinking the same. I've just got slight differences. I'll go through my list. Um, at the two guard spots, I've got uh, Zach Levine and I've got uh, Darius Garland in there as well for the Cavs. Want to reward that. Uh, front court, I've got Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler as well. However, my, my last front court player, I've rewarded Jarrett Allen uh, in that spot over a Bam bio. Bam was the closest. He, it was those two. Um, and for me, I don't know, like... I. Jarrett Allen is just having such a good season on the defensive end. His efficiency is just out of this world, nearly shooting 70% on the season on fairly substantial attempts. Um, And the fact that the Cavs are doing so well on the back of him and Darius Garland um, and being such a surprise, I wanted to reward that. And he's obviously played a fair few more games than Bam. I could be swayed. Like if Bam, like we're recording this on the 26th of January. If Bam goes on a on a stretch over the next week and just crushes it, obviously I'm I'm easy. I'm happy to, to swap those out. And then my last two wild cards again, two guards again, I've got Lamelo Ball like you do. And then I've got, I've got Freddie Van Vliet in there as well. Instead of, uh, I've, I've actually left Trey Young off my team altogether, uh, which might be, wow. might be considered a hot take, I guess. Uh, I, obviously he was the, the number one player that I want to give an honorable mention to who didn't make the, the team. But I don't know. I just, I, I felt like, my guards in Zach Levine, Fred Van Vliet, Darius and Amelo Ball, I just, I don't know if I can take Trey Young over any of those guys. All those guys' teams are doing a lot better. Um, the stats, are like, yes, Trey probably has the stats in his favor, but I don't know, I feel like they might be empty-ish, like, he's obviously the lead guy on their team, but is it leading to wins? Not, Not at this stage, not time of recording, so... Um, for that reason, I've left him off my team, which, yeah, you, you look a bit... You, obviously, you had him in, in your starters. What What are your thoughts there?
2: I'm a little bit surprised. Um, I mean, this season, it hasn't ended up being incredible amount of wins, you're right. Um, to some degree, the historic thing does come into play. Um, we know we probably shouldn't, but it does come into play. And, and last season, the Hawks were the fifth seed. Um, the main argument against him is that they've been disappointing. Um, yeah. that's still, I still think he's worthy... Um, we know he can be a winning player. And as I said, if you look at the advanced stuff as well, his on and off the court numbers, um, it does kind of point the blame to him.
0: When he's off the court, they do kind of fall apart. So, yeah, I mean, so he obviously is works, the engine is... room of that team, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. But like, okay, let's let's compare him to like a Fred Van Vliet. Let me, let me throw some, like Fred Van Vliet is no slouch. Like this guy, I think needs to be in discussion to getting this last kind of spot on, on the all-star team. Uh, putting up 22 points, four threes a game, seven assists. The defense is obviously there. He has had some incredible games recently as well. The, the Raptors are currently sitting; they'd be making the playoffs at time of recording, sitting in the eighth spot in the in the moment. Uh, uh, plus five hundred team, um, and he's he's their best player, I think, uh, undoubtedly. So I I feel like I needed to reward Fred, um, who may not make you know, I don't know, another all-star team or maybe very few, whereas I think Trey... I don't know. I feel like if we're, if we're comparing them together and what they've done so far this season, I think Trey gets a bit more name value, whereas Fred, if you just look at the numbers and look at his impact on the team, I, I would I would take what Fred's given me over Trey at this stage.
2: I still think, obviously, Trey's doing a lot more on the court than Fred. Um, the team completely runs through him. And and overall record, I mean, the Raptors are 23 23- and 22 um, Atlanta at 21 and 25. That's not a huge difference. I mean, if if it ended right now, they're in the eighth seed, but there's still a lot more basketball to play. There is. As I said before, we could be kicking ourselves if... The Hawks make a run here and then jump up, obviously, into the sixth or fifth season. And they're clearly in there.
0: Yeah, it, it, I guess it is just a limitation of us, you know, deciding who are All-Stars in, in like, the end of January. It's just, like, we, we can only go off what we've seen so far. Um, and, obviously, you know, things can change very quickly in the NBA. Teams go on runs and things like that. So, um, I, I'm totally – I can definitely put my hand up. And in a couple of weeks' time, I would be happy to put Trey Young in and maybe take a Garland or a, a Fred Van Vliet out, um, but yeah, I don't know. Talk to me about your opinion in Jarrett Allen versus Bam at a buy. Did you consider Jarrett Allen at all on your all-star team?
2: Um, I actually did. And, and my main reason for why I didn't pick him, I feel like I couldn't put two calves in there. Yeah, fair, fair enough. It does and, feel and a little dirty. That, exactly. And, and I'm surprised that for that reason, you actually got Garland over Trey Young as well. Um, yeah. I feel like you have to pick one Jarrett Allen or Garland. I think Garland has been the guy. Garland's you know, been so good though. Like he, he has been. He has been. And and that's why I decided to go with Garland as my wild card, put him in there. And and that's another reason why I had to probably take Jared Allen out and put Bam into that lineup.
0: I think I think I would be more easily swayed to put I'd probably be more swayed to put Trey Young over Garland than Fred Van Vliet and then keep Jarrett Allen in there just to give the Cavs one all-star. And I think that last front court spot is just the weakest. Um, and I'm probably happy to have him over Bam. Just, just again, due to games played, I obviously would much rather Bam on my team. I think he's a better player. But there is something to say about like where the Cavs are sitting on, on the, the standings right now. The Heat are doing really well, but they've done a lot of that without Bam. Do you know what I mean? So... For that reason, I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a close one, but those I think there's like a consensus top fourteen, and then the, it kind of trails off after that. Is there anyone else that you think that we're missing in terms of like an honorable mention, or is that the main sort of group?
2: Um, I think I think we covered it. That was the main guys I considered. It probably yeah. was just the Jared Allen who in my opinion, unfortunately didn't quite make it for me. So just that one guy. And for you, it was Trey Young.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, Trey Young and Bam for me, I think that obviously we've talked about all the same 14 players. I will throw out a few other names just, just to make sure we, we do give them credit. Chris Middleton, obviously drew holiday on the Bucks. Uh, I don't think they've done quite enough to get on there so far this year. Tyler Hero holding down the fort, uh, for the Miami heat while Bam and, uh, Jimmy Butler have been out, uh, probably not quite all star level for me. Um, also miles bridges of the, uh, Charlotte Hornets, my um, pick so far for most improved player of the year, uh, and a couple of Bulls in Lonzo Ball and Nikola Vucevic, I think also should um, have their names mentioned as well, but obviously probably just not quite the same tier of those top 14 guys. Yeah,
2: Let's- yeah. The, the ones that stand out for me, Chris Middleton, True Holiday, they're just there as well for yeah. me. I, I did actually consider those guys for sure. Yeah. Miles Bridges um, was a name I threw in the mix um, but. At the end of the day, wasn't quite getting there, but as you touched, the most improved player of the year for me as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Let's move on to the Western All Stars. Before we get to the West, let us let us know what you guys think. Um, do you think that we're crazy uh, and have we've left someone off? One of your favorite players? Uh, do you think that I'm nuts for not putting Trey Young in my uh, All Star team? I'm kind of maybe regretting it already, but I don't know. We'll we'll see how things turn out uh, and go from there. But leave your comments uh, on the YouTube version of the podcast. Let's talk Western Conference starters uh, again. Probably mostly straightforward. Maybe the last front spot uh maybe a tough one for you cal who who have you got
2: um yeah this one was a little bit tough um maybe a little bit controversial okay. uh, so I've i love controversy <laughs> um west forwards um nikola jokic running mvp easy um lebron james lock and then i had luka doncic as my last starter it was probably the more controversial Francourt. one um, and then my guard spot, I've got Steph Curry and Ja Morant, which probably isn't as controversial.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think you, yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know if that's, uh, if that's by the book and the positions work out there, but, but I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, is, is, can you, can you consider Luca a front court player? I don't know. Um, I was putting him in the small forward. Uh, <laughs> I might be cheating a little bit. I
2: said it's controversial, but I, yeah. I think that's what I had to do.
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely like the lack of that last front court guy, especially like for the starters. It's, there's no one that screams all star there. So um, now I've tried to stick to the rules a little bit more than than, than you have. So um, my my front court, are LeBron James, Jokic, obviously I think they're the easiest selections. Um, I for my guards, I've got the same guards, Jar Morant and Steph Curry. Um, I think that. Don't know if you can argue too much of that. I think Ja Morant maybe might have been controversial, but he's just been absolutely on a tear, especially the last month. Um, he is a very deserving uh, first-time All-Star and first-time starter uh, for the West. And for my last Franco player, I've got, uh, I've got Draymond Green, actually, uh, rounding out my starters. He is currently injured at the moment, but I think you just... I watch because I've got Steph Curry on my fantasy roster, so I watch. I watch a fair bit of Warriors basketball, and you, I can just see the difference between when this team has Draymond on the court versus when he's not on the court. And yes, you look at his stats, and they're not. They're not obviously amazing, but this guy is the glue of the Golden State Warriors, and might even be just like. The engine that runs them and their offense, and as well as their defense. So I think, in terms of basketball and his contribution to them winning and being successful, obviously they're the second team in the uh, the Western Conference right now, uh, one of the favorites, one of the contenders for the NBA title. And I think Draymond is uh, right behind Steph in terms of value to this team. So uh, I think, I think he that that's what kind of puts him into that position uh, for me as you know a starter on the western conference what what are your thoughts on Draymond making my starting roster
2: um look i honestly did consider him too i wanted to give him some reps he is in my reserves um he as of last week was the favorite for from a gambling point of view to to win the defensive player of yep. the year and and that deserves to have reward and, and not only is he that much of a stout in defense can guide anyone, but he's leading um, the Golden State Warriors in assists like he has in many years. Yeah. And as you said, he's the glue for that team. He he impacts winning more than you know, a lot of other players in this league. So and he deserves praise for that.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think Draymond doesn't get enough credit for what he does. Um, as just like an overall basketball player. He, he really is someone who I think is underrated historically just when we're talking basketball in general. So uh, shout out to Draymond. You make my uh, Western Conference starters. And again, this will drop after those starters are announced. I, I don't think we're going to see Draymond in as the starters. I don't think he's a sexy pick by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I, I do think he, he is deserving. Uh, let's talk about the reserves. Um, you mentioned you've already got Draymond. Who else have you got in your reserves for the West Cal?
2: Um, so I've got Kyle Anthony Towns. Yep. Um, Draymond Green and Anthony Davis are uh, kind of like the forwards that I threw in, in there. Okay. Um for my first couple guards, I, I went with this the two sons in Devin Booker and C P three. Yep. Um and and then to to round out the last positions, um had Donovan Mitchell and Paul George.
0: Okay, interesting. I've got um I think I've got Six out of the seven, the same. So I've got I've got the two, the Suns guards, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. I've got Donovan Mitchell in there as well. I've got Anthony Towns. I've got Luka Doncic, who was in your starting roster as well. I've got Anthony Davis, although he was probably the closest to not making it for me. And I've also got uh, Rudy Gobert, who I've noticed that you've left off your, your roster. And I'm, I'm a bit surprised by that. I think he was definitely on there before Anthony Davis for me. Uh, talk to me as to why you've left... Uh, the Stifle Tower off your roster?
2: Uh, that's a good question because, yeah, look, the Jazz are doing better. Um, you've got LeBron up there already as an all star. Do they deserve two all stars? That is a bit questionable. Donovan, He's you mean? Injuries. Um, in terms of um, what they've been putting up this season, I understand the case for Gobert to get in there. Um, I, d- I just think that Davis is a more valuable player. He has played enough games, I think, to qualify him to get into the all star game. Um, and I want the best players out there. Um, and that's kind of my justification to get rid of him and, and go with Anthony Davis instead.
0: What about what about Paul George? I noticed you have got Paul George in there. He's probably not going to be playing on the All-Star game because of his injury. Like, are you just trying to reward what he did at the start of the season? Um, I, 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 look, I am, I am. I wanted
2: to give him an All-Star because he was killing it. And, and I do have his reserve. So yeah. while I did write Paul George down, um, I think he should be elected. And as his replacement, um, as an additional wild card, uh, I've got actually DeJounte Murray yeah, I like uh, that thrown into the mix there. What's um, got over really go there? I don't know why, but I, I just think he's been all-stars before. Yeah, defensively, he can be a stud. Um, he has been playing well this season, but that, that's a really deep team yeah. in in the Jazz. He probably gets a lot of credit. Um, Donovan Mitchell is the engine. I just decided I didn't really want to give them two all-stars, so I gave them Donovan and um, gave a bit of love to DeJounte Murray.
0: Look, I like the DeJounte Murray shout out. He was very close to making it. It just came down to the fact that there was not enough guard spots for me to put DeJounte in there. He would have been the next guard in there for me. Um, Look, if I ever had a bit more flexibility, I probably would put DeJounte Murray over an Anthony Davis, personally. um, I think just Davis hasn't played enough games at the time that we're deciding of our all-star team at this point. But... Davis kind of get there gets there in there by default he's back now, so by the time the all star game has happened, he's got a few more games under his belt, so that's less of an issue and obviously you know the Lakers have struggled without him um so I think that that is enough for me to slide him in there um I also wanted to shout out who was also in consideration for me, Jaron Jackson Jr. for the, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, the Grizzlies right now, time of recording, are third in the West, which is, uh, pretty crazy to say. I think we both predicted them to make the playoffs, but I don't think either of us predicted them to be this high, uh, at the start of the season. So I think he's clearly been their second best player. And on offense and defense, he is, um, he's a very unique kind of player. Uh, who I think is someone who I did consider. And then also DeAndre Ayton, I did consider. Although, you know, a lot of replacement levels, we've been, we've been seeing a lot of, um, uh, who was it? Bins, Bismack Biambo, um, putting up kind of almost similar numbers to DeAndre Ayton. So maybe DeAndre is like kind of benefiting from like the Chris Paul and Devin Booker attention. So maybe his numbers are a bit inflated. I don't know. He probably isn't quite deserving of an all-star level over some of those other guys we had. Uh, is there anyone else yeah. that you considered?
2: Um, I'll, I'll give a shout out to, in terms of Memphis, um, it's not just a, a, one, um, one race for the, you know, number two guy there. I think Desmond Bain, um, probably wow. considered with Desmond Jr. Um, but I, look, I understand they're probably in a, in a similar boat and, and I didn't quite consider them, um, yeah. good job Morant, the starting guy. And, yeah. and I think that's probably it for, for Memphis at this point. Cause they are really, really deep and he, he's obviously a star. And they are a very, very deep team.
0: They, they, they are deep. They're deep at a lot of different positions as well. Yeah. So I guess that does hurt their stars in terms of their all-star uh, qualification. So that's, I guess, another reason why JJJ didn't quite make my team. Um, anything um, to... Uh, sorry, go on.
2: I, I wanted to go on a bit of a, a bit of a rant just from Felika Dantic. Uh, there's yeah. been a bit of hate in the NBA atmosphere for Felika Dantic. Some people um, not putting him really in, in, in lineups at all, saying he wasn't deserving. Um, the guy has played 32 games. Um, I think that obviously would give you enough groundwork to play in the all-star game. The Mavericks are in the fifth seed. He is clearly their star. Um, I think people are also just getting a bit bored of his stats because they are so incredibly impressive. Yeah. Um, the man is putting up 25 and a half points, 8.8 rebounds, eight and a half assists. Um, he is running that team and he's given them a good playoff, um, seed here could even rise further. So, uh, Luka Doncic, let, let's you know jump off this hate bandwagon. I don't know why. I think yeah. we're just used to the stats now. It's kind of like the LeBron standard, but, oh, yeah, it's just what he's expected to do, Yeah, um, and we're, it's kind of hurting him. But Luka Doncic, for me, um yeah look I cheated a bit putting him in that forward position (laughs) in my starting lineup yeah I think it's deserving
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah look I I think he's 100% deserving deserving of being an all-star I think if it wasn't for Jam around the way he's playing he would probably be the next guy I'd put in my starting lineup um next to Steph Curry so uh, I think it's yeah uh, I don't know why we're hating uh Luca I think what you said about like just getting used to his numbers and things like that and and I guess the expectation was that he was going to take this next level to this MVP kind of level of um, player, and he hasn't quite done that yet. And so when someone falls short of our lofty expectations, we naturally kind of push him down our rankings a little bit. Um, whereas I think he's just the same player that he was kind of last year, maybe maybe half a step back in terms of his efficiency and his points, are obviously down a little bit. But, you know, Dallas, they're still right in the mix. They're, they're fifth in the West right now, uh, and that's pretty much off the back of Luka Doncic. There's, they haven't had any major changes to their roster. Uh, it's it's still everything going through him. Um, so, yeah, I definitely uh, am agreeing with you and I, I'm definitely not hating on Luca right now um, and still think that he's 100% worthy of a uh, uh, all-star nod. Was not ever considering leaving him off my my team. Who, who was probably the closest to go out of your team?
2: Um, it was. I mean, DeJounte Murray I've kind of cheated with. Um, before that, uh, it was probably actually Anthony Davis, because yeah. I, I almost get it to Gobert over Davis. Yeah. Um, so that would be, yeah, between those two.
0: Uh, we haven't spoken much about Carl Anthony Towns. We were both pretty sold on him being in there, obviously. Min- uh, sorry, Minnesota are uh, in the playoff hunt right now. I think that's another one we predicted at the start of the season, that Minnesota would make the playoffs, and currently they're in. They're in the play-in section, the play-in bracket, but... I like their chances moving forward. And obviously, Carl Anthony Towns. Any thoughts about Anthony Edwards making the roster at all? He's obviously had a few hot games uh, throughout the season.
2: Yeah, I, I think it just probably fits easier to put Cat in because um, you're a bit short on the forwards.
0: Yeah, um, the And, front and the
2: guard spot is so deep. Yeah. And to put um, someone like Anthony Edwards above some of the other guys that we've, that we've mentioned is pretty tough. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to slot Cat in there. And uh, from a statistical point of view, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, he's been doing it for a long time now. Um, he's one of the best you know three point shooting big men of all time uh efficiency wise is shooting fifty one percent from the field on top of that um while hitting threes doing it all so yeah um yeah statistically I had no issue at all putting him there I think it's kind of like a consensus all star at this point
0: yeah i I would agree and and i would I would encourage everyone listening along to drop down your all star teams and try to do it in that format, so remember. Starting rosters—you got to have um, two backcourt players, three front courts. Your bench: two uh, two backcourts, three front courts, and then two wildcards. It's it's challenging to get those positions in there. You 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 will be leaving off some good players. Um, so, but please drop them in the comments. I would love to read them and and discuss these with you guys over there on YouTube. Uh, Make sure you guys are subscribed to us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Give this video a big thumbs up uh, and we will see you guys next time talking some more fantasy, talking some more NBA and until then, catch you later.